Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzow. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a doggone show about weirdos. My name is John Fahey. Joining me, the incredibly gorgeous Aaron Pita. Hi. How you doing there, Aaron? Hi, John. You know, when you are a philosopher vert... <laughs> that one sucks. <laughs> that one sucks. <laughs> philosopher vert? That's a dinosaur. Come on! Philosopher... Fervor. Philosopher vert. Philosopher <sighs> Philosopher-y? Yeah. <laughs> Philosophery? Yeah. Very good. Uh, also a dinosaur. Aaron, say hello to our friend Matt Brousseau, gorgeous Matt Brousseau. Hey, say hello. Matt. Look, oh, hi, look how good he looks. Hi, John. He looks great. Thank Doesn't you. Doesn't he look showered. very Sounds nice? great. I showered. We got these nice new stools to uh, mm-hmm. no have more. our piss on. Isn't mm-hmm. it funny that our piss is on stool? <laughs> <laughs> our stool is covered in piss. Right. Mm-hmm. Often. Often I do piss on my stool. I'm ashamed to say. Wait, you don't you don't pee first? I try to do it all in installments. <laughs> in one, oh, a little here, a little, a little there. Here, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't try to. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to break up the party. You, you, you know what I mean? You pinch it off and then drop it. <laughs> yeah, I love and then mingling. You like, to, you like to break it up with your stream. <laughs> Jesus, because you're gross. Wait, you sit and stand? All of it. All of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He AC Slater's the toilet. He sits, he sits facing the, 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 the There are some toilets where it's like more ergonomical that way. Ah, oh, yes. Well, a squatty potty is nice. Right. Uh, a bidet. I've got a bidet at my house. Yes, and, I do too. Man. And if you don't, I mean, what are you doing? Really? Seriously. Are you just flushing wet wipes like a monster? Oh, it, uh, most people aren't even doing that. That's true. Right. Well, wet wipes are still a step up from yes. from the the regular, uh, the uh, great unwashed. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've got something about that, but I'm not ready for it. Okay. Okay. All right. But Keep the that. great unwashed. I know it's a great phrase of yours. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got it. I got to the bottom of it. Really? Yeah. The bottom and you, of, and you of don't want to share it. I, I I'm not versed in it enough. Okay. All right. And I we'll think save it, it deserves save it. a credit. Yeah. Would you like to? You um, just reminded me of it. That's I, all. I posted a photo on the old profiles Instagram of ourselves and Stephen. Superfan Parks. Stephen Parks. Wow. In the uh, cocaine bear T-shirts. Oh yes. And I asked for questions. Somebody said, "How many steel reserves were involved in this photo?" We do not drink steel reserve. Well, we did one episode. We did one we did episode. One episode. We did. Did drink, um, and I don't yeah. think we got through the whole tall boy between betwixt oh. the three of us. Well, I I'd like to think I did. Uh, we can lie. It was uh, so gross. It was so it, gross. It, it is bad. Your uh, roommate uh, filmed that episode. Oh yes, Nick. Yes, he did. And he asked on the um, Instagram, "Is there going to be piss?" Yes, Nick. Aaron brought the piss tonight. Thank I you, did. Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Yes, you know I. I I never bring piss. I sure do drink it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. Uh, mm-hmm. My friend Michelle Conlon said, why are you all so goddamned good looking about that photo? Is that, that's not a question, though, Jeff. Yeah, oh, it is a question. A it is. It sure is a question. Why are we all so... Well, it's probably because she's drunk. Mm. Uh, it might that, be. That helps. Uh, our friend Rob Douglas, uh, yeah. true freak of, freak of the teak. True freak. He... Uh, he gave us a personality test. I'm going to give the questions in reverse order than he gave them. Okay. Chicken wings, fatties or flatties? Uh, I'll go with fatties. 
flatties for me. You're going with actual wings. I'm going with drumettes. Is that what we're saying? Correct. Nice. I'm going boneless. Bone- Whoa. Uh, well, I, mean, uh-huh. I just want to eat a shit ton of chicken. I don't want to have to tear apart the bones right I like- with two hands. Okay, that's nice. Question, question two, which hand do you J-O with, and is it your dominant? Yes, right. Um. Uh, yes. <laughs> which hand do you J-O with, <laughs> and is and it is your, it your dom- dominant? Well, I mean, it doesn't control my life or anything, <laughs> but it's not my superior. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah. I, I predominantly use my right hand. Shut the fuck up. You don't switch it up. Sometimes. No, you don't. For just, like, what? seconds at a time. You just weirdo lefty it? You do, too. John, the important thing is to have balance in your life. Yes. Plus, you don't want to make the mouse a fucking, like, fucking freak of germs. You know how dirty the mouse is at everyone's house? Because they're always fucking Jay Owen with their nut, right nut mouse. Come on, I guess I'm ambidextrous. Also, uh, oh yeah, very very nice. Nut loads on the trackpad. Right. Come on. All right. You so you probably have one of those track balls, like ergonomic or whatever. And me? All, yeah. Oh yeah. You know me. I have a whole. Like you're a fucking CPA. <laughs> I do. I have a whole like paraplegic system. Yeah. You blow into a straw to move the cursor <laughs> around. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> Just start your computer. You... Okay, so am I the only one answering? Is it which hand, and is it your dominant? I use my right hand most of the time. I mm-hmm. guess it's dominant. And it is your dominant. And I'm its sub. <laughs> yes, you are. My right hand is my dominant. And Matt, you switch it up all the time because you're try ambi. To, but, I, you know, basically left when, when work okay. has to get done. Are you going to answer boneless for every fucking question? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not boneless. <laughs> so, so his final question, I, I reversed it for this reason. His final question is, would you rather give up giving or receiving oral sex for the rest of your life? Now, this is part of the personality wow. test right. that he's doing. Oh, now, my thing with this is... Um, it's a completely unfair question mm-hmm. yes. because, like, it's like saying, would you rather put out your cell phone fire or, like, your best friend? And, like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, you know what? I really don't want my best friend to be on fire at all. Right. Mm. But I think I lean a little bit towards not myself being on fire. You so, know what I mean? So you would give up giving oral sex is what I you're guess, saying. yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. yeah, that's oof. That's I, tough. I mean, I want to say I would give up uh, getting it, right? You know, yeah. I want to, but uh, that's. A, I mean, a lot of sex what, is a selfish. Do, act. Uh, does but you know when the plane is going count? down and you're losing pressure, you got to put your, your, your own mask on first, so you oh. can take care of others better. Exactly. Well, mm. Does getting your ass eat count? <laughs> No, 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 that has nothing to do with this. So this I, could, I could give You're up. Good, Aaron. I could give up getting. DJs. Oh yeah, that's a good. No, that, okay, no, I get okay. my ass ate, hmm. and I still get to do eating. Right. You know what? I'll take one for the team here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most. Most chicks can't give head anyways, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Your, your fucking left hand is better yeah, than anybody's head. mouth no. anyway, right? Well, you psycho. <laughs> Fucking patriarchy. We're all fucking. We're all fucking ambidextrous now. Uh, you can get a dinner interview with a dead person resurrected for the night. Who, why, where would you take him, and what's the plan for the night? That is from Eric BTK. The BTK. Buy torture kill. Buy torture kill. I don't know. I want to hear you guys first. Um, the immediate one that comes to mind without any thought involved in this question at all is um. I just I want to just want to hang out with Chris Farley. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good one. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just too fun. Seems like it'd be fun. Yeah. Sweet and fun. Do speedballs and shit. <laughs> right, yeah, and the plan eat, is speedballs. He always gets resurrected. Where are the fucking speedballs? <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? When you're resurrected, do you wake up the moment right after yeah. you died? <laughs> Does he wake up mid-heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he just wakes up now and isn't allowed to seek out his family <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> to say his final goodbyes. He has to hang out with me for yeah, some reason. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be so happy about Who it. Who are you again? I, do, I like, do a podcast. <laughs> wakes up like Uma Thurman <laughs> <laughs> in Pulp Fiction. <gasps> that You're was, not David Spade. That was fucking You're trippy. Not uh, You're not David Spade. <laughs> Matt? Uh, the first answer I, I've always had would be like Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, Amelia. Why? Be- uh, John, please. No, no, they, uh, That's you, not ridiculous. No, but why? Why Ben Franklin? Do you know anything about the man? I do know. I know he was a weirdo pervert. And, and, so, uh, and you're asking okay, why? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the answer itself. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, no, but, but just but please tell me why. Elaborate, Matt. Because uh, he had a, you know, had a shit ton of inventions and, and also a shit ton of terrible ideas that never worked out. Mm-hmm. Like to hear about some of those. Also, wanna I'd like to talk to his his favorite uh, women in France to hear about the real shit he was into. Mm-hmm. Right, he was a big fan of bodily fluids. I really, love bodily yeah. fluids. Yeah, he loved how the body worked. He did. Huh. He really loved it. Wow, yeah. Yeah. jerked off with both hands too. Checking the plumbing. <laughs> oh, he had someone to do that. Very he had good. at least two hands uh, helping him. All right, Aaron. Uh, I think. I mean, you know, there's a few, but I think. I think it'd be. Re- I didn't have like a grandpa growing up, so I think it'd be really cool, like to sit down and have dinner and fuck around with George Carlin. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Huh? Okay, that's pretty good like, stuff. Yeah, he like talk shit to me, mm-hmm. like chop it up, and uh, tell some jokes mm-hmm. maybe. But also, you know, like Isaac Newton would be cool because like he he was a virgin and invented calculus. That's good stuff. And was also an alchemist. He yeah, trying to turn uh, lead into gold, but also space. Mary Curry before the uh, radiation kicked in. Oof. Man. She didn't she had two Nobel Prizes? Yeah. Not a lot of people get that. Yeah, I think I might actually want to talk to this person I'm going to profile later. Uh, um, on a- the Patreon. Alistair asked, Crowley. Mm. Asked the same question. Um, my friend Chris Donaldson says, are any of you circumcised? No. Yeah. There we go. Two, two, yes, one, no. Oh, there we go. He says it like, oh. "Are any of you? Are any? Are, are any of you guys? Maybe it's Wait, just, what does it say? Yeah, maybe it's just the way is I Canadi- said it. Is he Canadian? <laughs> no, no, he's uh, from fucking Florida. Well, he can still be Canadian. Uh, Andrew Chabala says, "You guys want to grab a drink? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Where, Andrew? We we each have our, we each have our own favorite bar in our neighborhood. We're we grabbing drinks right now. We are. Which uh, hand are you using, Aaron? I'm switching off. Okay. <laughs> Balance. Um, we do have favorite bars. Tajina again. Thank you, Tajina. Uh, again, I, I'm I, I'm not seeing it. It's just how her screen name is. Tajina with love. But she was like, uh, let's all drink right now. I'm already way ahead of you. <laughs> but are any of you familiar with Wesley Willis? I remember him oh being introduced to him. So good, so good. Uh, I remember being interested to him and his music in my teens, and oh boy. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Chris Hayes, well, well, new 
True Freak at the Teak, $75 pledge. Wow, Chris. From Chris. Chris Hayes hosts, Today. Like the host on MSNBC? No, not that fucking guy. Well, not not male Rachel Maddow. <laughs> this is Rachel Matt. Uh, anyway. He says, I bet if you asked really nicely, the manager of the tea could tell you guys enough stories to make you never want to sleep again. Just ima- imagine how many high and low functioning perverts have been through that magical place. Oh, uh, yes. well, Fred Willard was a high functioning pervert. Quite. Very high, very high. Comedic genius. And I feel like many perverts there are high. Mm, but not functioning. No, no, right, no. They're right. just high on yeah. the t- poppers for, that are for sale for a reasonable price. Yes. You can buy poppers in the window. You know, we really should make that guy like the manager just a friend of ours at this point. We should. Yeah. We should. We need We need to do outreach. Yeah, we community do. outreach. We, do. we I need don't, partnerships. I, we need uh, I wonder maybe if outreach is strategic the right partnerships. That, I wonder if the Teak people would be blown away by how many people are talking about their little tiny theater like across the globe. Because of this program. Thank you, Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think they're trending now because of us. Yeah. And uh, I think they owe us, you know, at least some sort of decoder ring or lifetime membership. Do you think we could possibly, like, end up unintentionally gentrifying the teak? I hope not. I hope that not. Would yeah. ter- that would be a, a pox. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. We would really... I, I don't know if it's gentrifiable. I don't know if it is <laughs> That's either. True. You have to you have to go in yeah. to gentrify yeah. with an eight hour limit or a four hour limit. I don't know if no, that's no 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 coffee no. shops are popping up. No no, no no no. I don't think uh, you do that. And the guy, the guy there is peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> the notes this guy was taking. Remember when we went? Yeah, and he was like taking down like. To be, like he was taking detailed notes on entering through. I mean, what notes are there to take? Well, he and well, let's say the probably cops saying show white, up. gorgeous, <laughs> yes, white, gorgeous, probably straight. Yeah, might be a cop. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> he, he he called some spiders. Got another fly. <laughs> <laughs> Get <the> Zed <laughs> Maynard spotter called himself another couple of flies. Uh, Aaron, I want to uh, thank you guys for your questions. Thank you, for your questions. Thank you fans. Uh, and please keep them coming. We'll always, yeah. you know, if you know we have time, we'll we'll go through as many as we can. We love to interact. We what, do. What was that Wesley Willis song? Where it was like a sucking Spider Man's dick. I think that's exactly what it was. Is that what it's called? Sucking Spider Man's yeah, dick. Yeah, it's like I want to suck Spider Man's dick. It's like, huh. that was, Wesley Willis was one of those musical finds when Napster came up. Yeah. yeah. When I first started getting like downloading things. And you would just be like, there'd just be one song. And right. you be like, this is insane. Right. How do yeah. I find more? And then you search for Spider-Man's dick and you get everything else. Yeah. Except the song. Yeah. Yeah. Porno the, the, for Pyros. Porno for Pyros. Remember that one? Yeah. Rock I one. love the... the... Suck a Spider-Man's dick, I think, was a lyric in a song. Really? Yeah, suck a cheetah's dick. <laughs> yes, yes. I think... Put the crowd in your butt. <laughs> Put your butt in your butt? <laughs> Man, I don't put a boogie in my butt. How much you want to pay me? All right. Put a toaster in your butt. <laughs> it's Eddie Murphy's smash hit, Boogie in Your Butt. Which I didn't know until we went to see Boogie Nights mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard it before. Mm-hmm. Me neither. <laughs> and I was sitting next to Aaron, and I was going, what the fuck is this song? Put a whole this... TV in your butt. <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. I, I just quickly looked this up. Wesley Willis has like four songs about sucking animal dick. Oh, there's suck a cheetah's dick. See, suck a Doberman's raw dick. Oh, raw. Suck a, suck a hyena's dick. Oh, suck no. a Palomino's dick. Huh? The, is that a horse? <laughs> Palomino? It's, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, hyena of all animals. That's you know, funny. Wait, you know I, what's interesting about that out. is that hi- female hyenas have a pseudo penis, so he could be sucking a female hyena's penis oh. if you want. That's an animal eccentricity. That's fun. Aaron, you're going to get into a little animal eccentricity right now, aren't Great you? Great segue, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love animals. I love drugs. I love the combination of the two. Yeah. Um, a lot of animals are... Um, Feral. Feral audio. To say the least. Yeah. A lot of animals are want to, um, are known to uh, partake in... Substance abuse or use, you know? <laughs> no, they're not. Yes, dude. No, Wait, if you just not. leave it out, they'll get into it. What are you it? talking yeah, about? Yeah, dude. Like, you ever see drunk squirrels? You ever see squirrels eating, mm. like, raw, like uh, fermented sure. fruit? They're getting all fucked up climbing up trees. No, like I idiots. haven't. Oh, dude. They love it. They love to really? get fucked up. They probably like die. Well, no, yeah, they I just mean, get they fucked up. Time, yeah. Yeah. Well, they do die. Dude, all the if time. you're going to. I said this on the last episode. <laughs> As an animal, most death sucks. <laughs> yeah. If you that. can die ODing as an animal, right. good on you. Good stuff. Yeah. Good for you. Either that or Hunter's bullet to the dome. Right. Otherwise, it's a slow, cruel death of starvation or disease. Or murder. Or both. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's see. So. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, Take your time. If elephants, they'll do it to some chimpanzees. What do you mean they'll do it? They yeah, get, they get drunk. They know? get drunk, dude. Do- animals get fucked up on shit. Yeah, okay? but it's not like they're like they're not they're not saving the the raspberries over the winter just so they get fucked up. On right, them. right. They're not from they're not you know making any artisanal hooch, right. but they are coming across things and then yeah, they they're not some they eat. German monk exactly. <laughs> they make good stuff. So uh, uh, I guess they found out that dolphins. They uh they like they'll take nibbles at a puffer fish, really, and they'll get like fucked up, <laughs> and they trip out. They go into like trances, and it's di- like they know what they're doing because they'll pass the puffer fish around. No, <laughs> they pass the pu- they puff, they pass the puffer fish around to each other, and then they like. They just like go up to the surface and then just kind of like stare at their reflection and shit. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. It's like a National Geographic. And the is just like, please don't eat me anymore. Ah, fuck them. <laughs> no, that's like their defense. Their defense is that they secrete this toxin, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the dolphins are like, hell yeah, give me the toxin, bro. I love it when you're scared. <laughs> so, and they, the dolphins, uh, you know, they um, they have a good time with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's not exactly cocaine, but I was all, but it was nice to know that dolphins like us do drugs and engage in non-consensual sex. Was it nice to know? (laughs) Yeah. It's nice to know that we're not the only monsters. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, but there, no, there's more, there's, there's murder. Most of them are monsters. Yes. Most animals 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 are are monsters. Monsters. Yes. But these ones do drugs. So that's cool. <laughs> right. Uh, another thing I learned about um, animals is that <laughs> these eels are doing cocaine. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. These eels. Yeah, these eels. These are, eels yeah. are doing cocaine. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what nobody talks about is these eels out here oh, wait, chop, doing all the chop. Yeah. There they are. Yeah, these eels, because, uh, like, there's a lot of blow in London. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. You know, there's actually so what much. What are you talking about? Like electric fucking eels? Uh, well, after they chop it up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Take that shit 
it to the next level. There's actually so much blow in London. I saw a headline this week that said middle class cocaine users shouldn't be so uh, uh, so giddy about it. Yeah, really? Yeah. They're, they're flush with blow. Yeah. No and kidding. it's actually some of the purest it's ever been. Really? It's peak blow season in London. What are we doing Is that over because here? of Brexit? <laughs> I, think that was, I think that was. See what happens when you get government out of big blood. <laughs> you, you, you need to remove it, dude. So, so like because Brexit, Brexit is actually an AM Coke shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, is. dude, I had to sick Brexit this morning. Oh, oh. Brexit has so many regulations on Coke. It is no, it's so much better no. without it. This is the one thing that England is going to get right out of Brexit. <laughs> And uh, the the pound um, when you roll up a, a pound, the queen's face it, it, oh. it holds the it's blow a, better than a, a euro. Coin, you psycho! <laughs> he doesn't a loon or whatever. <laughs> you roll up a loon. When you roll up a, a pound, a five, a quid. When you roll five up, five, 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 five pound notes hold blow better than five euro notes. Okay, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. true. Yeah. I bet it is. <laughs> A lot of hypothesizing uh-huh. going on. Hypothesizing. Well, to all of our fans uh, out there uh, in the UK and and Europe, uh, try it out. Absolutely, tell try us, it out. Tell us the results. Yeah, go yes. for it. Chop one up for us. Go for it. So there's so much blow over there that's like in the water and stuff because of people pissing it out and whatnot. Right, right. And uh, so oh, the piss is affecting the ecosystem. It uh, is, reuse, dude. Reuse. It so is. the eels are getting fucking. Yeah, apparently, the cocaine flushed into rivers is making this critically endangered species hyperactive Ooh. and uh, causing uh, threatened threats to their survival because um, when they're all chopped up, they can't nut. Well, yeah, that checks out. Wow. It's just like us, dude. Wow. <laughs> These eels get coke dick. <laughs> right. And they can't nut. Stupid pet right. tricks, yeah. I mean, maybe you, but not me. Oh. Continue. Huh. <laughs> just kidding. What hand are you using, dude? Oh. Oh. Someone else's. <laughs> I'm using that eel. <laughs> Yeah, so like then they did this study on them when, when they realized like these eels like couldn't rape reproduce because they were too chopped up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then they a, just like a zoo of they chop. just they just put some eels in water with coke in it. Oh, as, as you do, as you for do. fifty days. Oh god! Oh my god! I'm so. Could you imagine being a lucky eel like that? <laughs> lucky eel? They found the fish. You lucky eel. <laughs> they appeared to be hyperactive compared to eels that were not chopped up. You don't mm. say. Huh. Mm. Good oh, science. Yeah, mm. yeah. Fucking, fucking brainiac made that astute observation. <laughs> no, that's science. You need to. You have results. You, you have you, to. You have a control. Mm-hmm. You got The eels seem to be turned. <laughs> the eels are all chopped up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the unagi on the plane's got blow on it. <laughs> Unagi is sushi eel. That's right. You're really good at that. Thanks. I'm really good at uh, making cocaine seafood, <laughs> raw seafood jokes. Um, yeah, they, they, they're having trouble, like, uh, migrating and breeding and stuff like that. <laughs> All sounds so real. And, um, Why can't they migrate? They should be hauling ass. Oh, they keep going in circles, probably. Yeah, they keep coming back for the coat. Where's the chop? Where's the chop? <laughs> exactly. Where's, Where's the, chop? the chop water? Chop water. Hey, did it put... oh, shit. And they, they keep, like, searching through the... But this is all in the, the piss water, so they're going through the sewers. No, it gets into the oh, ecosystem. Okay. Even the Thames has it. Oh, even it just, the trees are on. And chopped. so that's like that's a real problem. Like in our just waters in general, there's tons of our pharmaceutical waste yeah. in the, the water. Yeah. yeah, so you're getting all these like, you know, 
fish on antidepressants or blow. Yeah, the water is full of antidepressants. The chalk runoff, the antidepressant runoff. Oh, God. It's thick. So, I mean, it's not a cocaine bear, but it is nice to know that, like, our problems are now... Like the rest of the animal kingdom's problem. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're on, they're on antidepressants and blow, so they must be doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're probably <laughs> okay. Yeah. I always think about that, like you know, like um, <laughs> you know, like you understand humans are obviously probably the superiors. You like run away from them if you're an animal. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like that kind of thing where you're like, hey man, remember those guys picked us up and put us in that tank of blow water? <laughs> yeah. And then and now we're out of it. Can we go back? Right. <laughs> what the fuck? What? A- why would they ever do that to us? You know, it's like it's like dogs at home were like they know the foods in the cabinet, <laughs> and they they're like why don't they just give it to me? <laughs> I, you, they know I want it so bad, but they keep it in there and torture me, and they give me some sometime a day. You I'm know, not, I'm not sure if this is an overestimation or underestimation of animal brains. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> Don't you think that they feel that way where they're like, you know these fucking guys that walk around this place just have food secreted away that they give us sometimes? Secreted? Secreted away. Yeah. Are you secreted or secreted? Yeah. I secrete food. You want some? Yeah. My my secrete food? Yeah. You know what the fuck? Give me the shit. They gave dolphins like LSD and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. No wonder they're fucking rapists. Jesus Christ. Oh, what? They're all chopped up. You think people on LSD are raping? The only thing people on LSD are raping are the status quo. Whoa, is that true? Well, that's still pretty bad. Uh, uh, Cultural also... zeitgeist is getting raped. Oh, okay. okay. Right on. Uh, John right Lilly, that's another profile coming up. John Lilly? Mm-hmm. Used to take ketamine, go in isolation tanks. Really? Hung out with dolphins. <laughs> no shit. Tried to teach him English and shit. He tried to teach the dolphins English? Yeah. Did Dude. it take? Was he in an isolation tank when it happened? <laughs> Their store, I don't want to like... You go to in depth, but like he would, they would, him and his buddy, they like they, they do isolation tanks and fucking take drugs and shit and go in there and space out and you know learn shit, and like. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's some fucking dolphin in the face going. I get it, I get it, dude. Yes, yeah. they would do that. They would go in the tanks with dolphins and then. <laughs> <laughs> some lady would jerk the dolphins off. Of course. Oh, well, that's a whole different story. All related. Oh, and then man. John Lilly would like. Uh, what was the dolphin jerking off on a tablet too? Oh, he was, was using sex o- magic. Only his right flipper. <laughs> his right flipper. <laughs> but they they fuck each other's blowholes. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they'll they'll like dominate your, your blowhole. Really? If they're not chopped up. So they're. Into like choking, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Dolphin, yeah. Dolphins are the most human animal, and I mean, in like they're they're awful, and yeah, they, awesome. They would totally pollute the the ocean if they had the chance. They would, just like humans. Yeah, I agree with that. I yeah, not not the biggest fan of dolphins because they uh, they remind me too much of me. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna tell you a little story. Aaron. Jesus Christ, look at that. What the fuck, is that a CVS receipt? These are my notes. Huh. Is that just a clean receipt? That you is, bet it that is, That is buddy. a receipt that has been washed clean by the sands of time <laughs> yeah. that John used as his only sheet of paper 
no, is that no, the no, manuscript so, to On the Road? No, this is uh, this is going to tell you how to find the Holy Grail. <laughs> Do I have to hold it up to some sort of light? Were you on yeah. Infinity? You, you need to hold it up to the light to see how much blow is on yeah. it. <laughs> oh, it's a five. It's a five. Foiber. It's a five. Foiber. Uh, I want to tell you about this story that I've always loved. Um, there's several movies made about this young lady, Christine Chubbuck. She is oh, responsible Lord. for the first on-air suicide. <laughs> good timing, Matt. Very good timing. Drink up. And it's just like, it's one of those things where like her her time in broadcasting is also kind of illuminating too because... She it's, was a TV reporter. She was a news reporter. She was, and uh, she it, it was it was you know post sixties, and there was like a little bit more representation for women and stuff in you know the seventies. You kind of forget about it because the pendulum of progress always swings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know then in the eighties there would have been less of of the kind of shit that she worked on. But Christine Chubbuck was born in Ohio. She grew up in Shaker Heights. She had two brothers. She was born in nineteen forty four. Um, she went to the Laurel School for Girls in Ohio. Um, she started a kind of sarcastic, jokey club Ooh. called the Dateless Wonders Knitting Club. Very funny title. Right? Did they knit. It was like a like, yeah, but it was like a it was like a tongue in cheek kind of thing. But it also shows you kind of her perspective on not ever being, you know, approached by men or right. romantically pursued. She um, wished she had some tongue in her cheek. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're going to move on. <laughs> and uh, she gets a degree in broadcasting in 1965 from Boston University. And uh, she becomes an assistant producer in Pittsburgh mm. afterwards uh, for this show called Women's World and Keys to the City. These kind of, like, local... Like Wayne's you, World, you, like I mean, they were <laughs> Women's World. <laughs> it was like local issue kind of news show. Right, right. This was like a thing. Yeah. you know, that was big. It was big in the community I mean, affairs. Seventies, like yeah. yeah like, local public access or local. Yeah, this was before like cable was around, and you had big cable. Right. So you all. This is all affiliates. Yeah. You know your regional affiliates mm-hmm. and. Um, she so she's doing shows like that, and she's you know she moves to her. Parents had a vacation home in Siesta Key, which is a island off of Sarasota, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. And she moves to like their summer cottage there, and she gets a job working at WXL. What is it? <laughs> WXLT TV. He's just flipping the receipt over, and it's like. She's doing this kind of like she's supposed to be a reporter, but then they're like, "No, we're going to give you one of these community affairs news shows." And shortly thereafter, her parents get divorced. Her mom and her younger brother come and move to the Siesta Key home, and they are what she says her two closest friends. Her mom and her brother. Her mom Peg, and her brother Greg. Peg and Greg. Peg and Greg. Chubbuck. Yes. On Siesta Key. They said, the Washington Post reported later that in the summer cottage, she, like, painted the canopy bed and, like, her bedroom as kind of like a teen girl thing, which is, like, I don't know if that's just hype or if it's kind of true or if she was staying in kind of a stunted, childlike sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But... 
Yikes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, how many how many fucking lame dudes do that, you know? Right, of course. Yeah, she, um... Into their 30s and 40s. <laughs> she, my man cave was my pinball machine. Right. And my Lamborghini poster, and there's all the cool stuff I didn't have when I was a kid. Yeah. Do your thing, Christine. She's, um, she's volunteering at the Sarasota Memorial Hospital, and she's doing, like, puppet shows for the kids there. Very okay. sweet. Very yikes. Very, very... Come on. That's adorable. It is great. And she's she's incorporating the puppet shows into her community affairs program, like, doing, like, a little, like, kid section kind of thing. Huh. It's called Suncoast Digest. That's the name of her program. Suncoast Digest. Yes. And she's doing kind of, like, stuff where it's, like... Like, a topic of the day would be, here are all these, you know, uh, store owners that are, you know, pissed about all the homeless alcoholic maniacs around their stores. And she would, like, bring them on and talk about, like, the homeless problem and, you know, uh-huh. the, the you know the lost sections of society. It was very kind of progressive. Huh. You know what I mean? And, like, this is, like, I'm picturing, you know, kind of grainy public access style. Yeah. Around, a, like, a table and a black Yeah, room. very technicolor, yeah, you yeah, know, okay. and a, a lot it. of browns. Yeah, totes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. But, you know, it like I said, it was it's one of these things that you forget that the pendulum swings. Right. And this was a time when the pendulum was quite progressive, mm-hmm. and it was just like, you know, we suddenly realized, like, oh, women do have rights. Whoa, they and think they, about stuff. And they are people, yeah. and we should take care of, you know, people that are, you know, worse off than us and stuff like that. And then it goes to the 80s where it's like, fuck, <laughs> chop up the blow! Give me the, chop up the blow! <laughs> chop up the blow! Take the money and run! Let's go to the Caymans, dude! Fuck them! <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's she's got all these storefront owners on talking about the guys drinking piss in front of the store or whatever. Oh, wait, you know? Real piss or beer no, piss? no, no. But it's you know it's like all that kind of shit. And um, she struggles with depression, and she tells her family about it. She tries to OD on drugs Do like you know pills what? in like 1970, and she talks about it a lot. She talks about it on air. No, she talks about it like to her family okay. a lot. Do you know what she tried to OD on? It doesn't say. Probably lewds. Uh, but but it was, yeah, maybe maybe lewds. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, Whatever you listener. think would feel good, Aaron. Lu- okay. uh, oh, man, I bet she was doing some cool-ass lewds. That was Aaron spitting on his hand to do my a right jerk-off hand. motion. <laughs> okay. My right hand, which it's I dominant. Yeah, go to my they, left if yeah, I choose to. It's dominating you. <laughs> yes. Uh, if any users uh, have lewds out there, send them our way. We'll try them out. Absolutely. I am, I am not good at two drugs I like get in the mail from strangers. <laughs> yes, what you will, you dude. What? You, if you give them to me afterwards. Mail them to me. Yeah, sure. I'll try them out, and then I'll give them to Matt. <laughs> right. I'll, yeah, we'll do it first. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so so she she the, tries to OD on pills, yeah. unsuccessful. And then the driving, the, the driving thing behind her depression is said to be her loneliness. Um, she's She's just, you know... Talking to puppets and stuff. Well, no, but she's she's not getting asked out and stuff. And it's not like I mean, she's like a, you could see pictures of her. She's not an Unattra- unattractive yeah. woman or yeah. like or anything. And she's just know. a weirdo. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. T- there's, there's got to be a combination of things. It's no one thing. Grow, grow right, right. right. Wherever in Ohio, going to a girls' school, right. already defining herself as undateable, going right. to yeah. Boston, yeah. where you know, and then you you know, as a reporter, you what what is your 
what is your base when you keep moving to these different places? Right, and as a reporter, you you kind of you you your job is to separate yourself as just an observer too. Right? But it's not just that, right? So it's that it's that you're a person that feels like her mother said later that her suicide was a hundred percent about her personal life not being enough. But it's also like like think about what she's doing. She's doing all of this stuff that's kind of like activism and it's giving. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, being nice to these kids and talking about homeless people. And it's just like, you know what I mean? And you're just like a person. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm spending. I'm trying to do all these right things. And I'm still alone. And there's no one giving to her. Right. right. You know, and um, I think all of that on her on her 30th birthday, she was like bitching to her coworkers that she was. Still a virgin. I was just going to ask if she was... Who had no... Aaron's like, oh, she probably needs to get plowed. No, no, but I meant like... <laughs> that is not what I meant. Yes, it, it is, it you sick fuck. <laughs> Go ahead, no. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> you sick motherfucker. <laughs> Please, continue. <laughs> no, I was going to ask if she was indeed a virgin. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what she said. Because it's a human, it's a, it's a, a human need. Of course, mm-hmm. um, she had gone out with a guy before going to Sarasota, but she had like trouble connecting, and you know, in in then when she was in Sarasota, she had trouble connecting with people, and she was always like self deprecating, always saying I'm dateless, I'm dateless, all that shit, which started in fucking high school, huh. you know, and she was like. She had been in like two serious relationships, serious, you know, without fucking, How of course, is it? right, right. But um, one was somebody like in her twenties, and uh, you know, then there was there was somebody later. But of course, it's like, again, how serious could it be? Yeah, you know. And there's no mention of her being like super religious or anything. And, you know, maybe she's like awkward or. But also, like on ongoing, you know, depression is like a thing that. Keeps pushing people away. Oh yeah, and can also affect your sex drive too, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a mental game. So the person she saw in her twenties died in a car accident, of course. And the second, like, she was told to break it off with from her father because the guy was Jewish and her father was a bigot. Uh, that's another question: is what was her relationship with her father? Like? And then she had her right ovary removed in an operation, and she was told uh, if she wasn't going to be pregnant in the next two or three years, she would never be. What the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, the cards are. Stacked. And so at WXLT TV, she had a unrequited crush on coworker George Peter Ryan. She baked him a cake for his birthday, and was like, you know, interested in him, and he was. She then he found out she was, he was with sports reporter Andrea Kirby. Andrea Kirby, God fucking, fucking damn it! Yeah, she wears her dresses yeah, and, and her she, heels, and, and she's talking about the b ball. Andrea what? Kirby for the there were no Marlins back then. Was there? What was the sports team in? Oh, it was the Dolphins. It was the old. Yeah, it was the Miami really Dolphins. Fucking yeah. Dolphins. And then Kirby is offered like a fucking higher paying sports job in Baltimore, which bums out Christine Chubbuck even more. Yeah, and, but it gets her out of there, out of the market. Right. Uh, so she was like, she was desperate, like to have close friends, and she was like, kind of, you know, but she was still like, when people were like making like overtures to her, she would get kind of like. Brusque and like overtures uh, of love? overtures like no over like like friends okay. like friendly overtures being like I let's hang out she would be kind of like what I don't need that and it's like yeah you yeah, do yeah you know yeah. because 
I think she knew that it was like sort of pity or whatever, but it's not pity, really. right? Some, it's, Sometimes it's just like, hey, I know that you're cool. You're just having a hard time. Come yeah. hang out with us. Yeah, yeah. You that's, know, that's a depression that kicks in. A hundred percent. Yeah, it makes a bad situation worse. Yeah, and then you hate yourself for it. Yeah, and you resent yourself later on. Yeah. Like, why did I do that? And then you do it again. It's a it's a bad circle. Yeah, but and, but her what did people say about her reporting? It was generally. Generally. Yeah, everything everything was always favorable about all of her broadcasting work. Um, How was her puppetry? She, I mean, she really gave a shit, yeah. and she, you know, was was really gung ho. Um, her dad was probably a real fucking asshole. A week before her suicide, um, well, before that, I want to say her her younger brother Greg, that she was very close with, said that you know he of, of course survived her, and he thought later on that she displayed symptoms of bipolar also. Uh huh. Um, but a week before her suicide, she told Rob Smith, the night news editor, that she had bought a gun. And she joked about killing herself on air. Whoa. And Rob Smith said later, he was like, I thought it was a, like a sick attempt at joking. And, yeah. and he changed the subject. Wow. <laughs> she, so, she, so she told somebody a week before, hey, I'm going to kill myself on air. Yeah, and also don't forget, she's also been talking a lot about her old suicide attempt. Uh, and This time I'll get it right. Right. And uh, Was she funny? When you say she was self-deprecating, do you mean like, like, like... I think there is a lot of humor there. I think so, but I'm wondering if it is just like a true self-hatred, right? Or was she well, like, I mean, oh, I couldn't even kill myself right? <laughs> like, is there... Was there... Was she funny? Uh, I think I think she was. Okay. I think it was like one of those things where you're. Um, it's funny to be grasping at straws yeah. and telling other people like, "Hey, I can't even live right. Am I right?" right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, if you, somebody just got this lady some chops, she could have been a comedian. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so on the morning of July fifteenth, nineteen seventy four, she kind of like threw everybody a curveball by saying it uh she had to start with reading a newscast to open Suncoast Digest her program and it was something she had never done before and the morning's talk show guest was like waiting across the stage while she sat at the news anchor desk and during the first 8 minutes of the program she covered three national news stories and then a shooting from the previous day at a local local restaurant called Beef and Bottle Beef and there was a shooting at Beef and Bottle There was a shooting oh. at Beef and Bottle Beef? Can you believe that Can you believe that at that fine establishment Beef Some, and Bottle Somebody would brandish a firearm at Beef and Bottle <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. in Florida Yeah burgers and beers was too much No we're going to call it Beef and Bottle The meat and alcohol store <laughs> Yeah So I can't believe uh, they didn't sell guns And, and that was also at the Sarasota Bradenton Airport the Beef and Bottle there was at a the shooting there oh. at the airport. Yeah, this is 1974. Oh yeah, you can just do whatever. Well, yeah, you're like, I, I gotta go. I gotta get in this plane, huh? Let's get a burger and a, some <laughs> a beer. Booze. We'll shoot some beer. So now, for Christ's sake, they let you wear your shoes back then. The the people at the network had been telling her in kind of a lead up to what would uh, you know be some more of the 80s kind of style of of media shit. They were telling her like, you gotta do less of this, like. Uh, Real good, good, good story <laughs> shit, and give us more kind of. Uh, if it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it leads. Give us more blood and guts and shit like that. Yeah. So while while the the beef and bottle story thing is happening, the film jams right that they're going to show 
and the uh, film uh, uh, of the, the story of the story, yeah, uh, like uh, the like the on location. Right, right, right. They have a picture of beef and bottle, and some guy being like, "Yeah, it was fucked up." Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, standing here in front of the standing, beef and yeah. bottle, I saw sorry. him, and he had a gun and <laughs> I, beef, and he was so mad. And, I, I and had he had a shot. bottle once before, but this was. <laughs> that... But I he had too many bottles and so much beef that he shot us. <laughs> And my so, suggestion is less bottles, more beef. Yeah, next yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not guns. Guns are fine. I don't know if he was shooting the bottles like a marksman or. All right. So the fucking shit is jamming for her to deliver this beef and bottle shithead story, right? And um, it wouldn't run, so she just kind of shrugs it off and says on camera, "In keeping with Channel 40's policy of bringing you the latest in blood and guts, oh my god, and in living color, you are going to see another first attempted suicide." And then she draws out a revolver and shot herself behind the right ear. She fell forward violently, and the technical director faded the broadcast rapidly to black. The station quickly ran a standard public service announcement like a, whoops, we screwed up. (laughs) And then they went to a movie. What movie? I would love to know. Was it alive? Some television viewers called the police, while others called the station to see if it was staged. Yeah. Right? But now here's one of the things that makes it borderline art piece to me. In her notes, after she blows her head off on air, on live TV. She's dead immediately? She's dead. She's dead immediately. She's got notes reporting her own suicide. This is some Chris Burden shit. She goes, she had written something like, TV 40 news personality Christine Chubbuck shot herself in a live broadcast this morning on a Channel 40 talk program. She was rushed to Sarasota Memorial Hospital where she did the fucking puppet show for the kids. (sighs) This is what she's written down. Well, she didn't write fucking. No, no, that's my uh, (laughs) editorial commentary. Great. She was rushed... Just the facts, John, please. Shut the fuck up and let me tell you this story, you old hooker. She was rushed to Sarasota Sarasota Memorial Hospital, where she did the fucking puppet show for the kids. Emphasis added. (laughs) No, okay, verbatim. She was rushed to Sarasota Memorial Hospital, where she remains in critical condition. Oh. So she actually lists her condition as still alive, right? Attempt- which is she like said attempted suicide. But it's like, what? Why? What was your thinking in that? And that's why I was saying earlier, if I could bring back somebody mm. and talk to them, I'd be like, "Hey, the fuck were you thinking, lady?" But, but really, what were you thinking? Because like, well, she said attempted suicide, right? She did say attempted suicide. And she wrote in her notes, "critical still, condition." So maybe she fucked up that too. No, right? maybe she no, didn't have because, a lot of because, because, a lot of confidence in it. Because um, uh, there's more. After the shooting, news director Mike Simmons found the papers from which Chubbuck had been reading her newscast, and it, you know, contained a complete script of program, including not only the shooting, but also the aftermath, a third-person account to be read by whichever staff member took over, pushes her out of the chair, and is like, oh, by the way, here's the news. Christine Chubbuck, did you see that? She shot herself. Isn't that nuts? And she's in critical condition. I mean, she's on the floor right now, but (laughs) she she will be rushed. But she will be rushed. Yeah. Uh, she's the script called for her condition to be listed as critical, and she she was taken to Sarasota Memorial Hospital where, where she, she did, did do the fucking puppet <laughs> show for the kids. 
Very good. <laughs> Where she was pronounced dead 14 hours later upon receiving the news, the WXLT staffer released the information to other stations using Chubbuck's script. Oh. Her death was reported by, by her. Herself. By herself. Fucking amazing. That's that pretty is. brilliant. That is fucking amazing. That's uh, that's nice that they did that. Well, that was already wrote. Yeah, yeah, what are you going to throw gonna away pay. good copy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good copy is good copy. Yeah. What are you going to pay somebody to do? No. no. <laughs> they work on the edges of <laughs> running She's a working for free. <laughs> We're running a business here. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, her her body her body was cremated. The funeral ceremony was held on the beach where her ashes were scattered in the Gulf of Mexico. Approximately 120 people attended, including local officials who had appeared on her show. Three songs by Chubbuck's favorite singer, Roberta Flack. Give it up, Roberta Flack, hey, everybody. Man. Roberta. Killing nice. me softly. One time. Presbyterian minister Thomas Beeson delivered the eulogy, stating, and I never think this shit is going to be good, but he says this, and I think it's so beautiful and so poignant. He says, We suffer at our sense of loss. We are frightened by her rage. We are guilty in the face of her rejection. We are hurt by her choice. We are hurt by her choice of isolation, and we are confused by her message. Huh. Dude. That's pretty concise. Dude, it is so fucking right on. Yeah. It's so there. It's just like, it's basically a a Presbyterian minister going, well, what the fuck (laughs) just happened? Yeah, did he give any other advice other than stating facts? (laughs) We, we don't know what happened. Yeah. We are scared. But but this but is it fun. is a thing where it's it's just such it, it it's it's um well we'll get into this later. I don't want to talk about. But her show continues on Suncoast Digest. Stayed on there for several years with new hosts. Um, <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. The Simmons, the the news station director, said her suicide was unrelated to the station. Totally was like, it wasn't about the blood and guts thing. Oh, so some deep reporting was done on that story. He says it was a 29-year-old girl who was who wanted to be married and who wasn't. That's what he said. Oof. What a cold piece of shit. Yeah, that's Fuck rough, bitch. dude. That's rough. The footage of her death has not been seen since its initial airing. The numerous theories on what happened to the footage have been advanced. One was that the station owner, Robert Nelson, kept it, and it was in the possession of his widowed wife, Molly. It was confirmed in June 2016 that the footage of Chubbuck's death exists and had been in Robert Nelson's possession, but was handed over to a very large law firm for safekeeping by Molly Nelson. She has no plans on making it publicly available. In 2007, Greg, her younger brother spoke pub- publicly about his sister for the first time since 1974 in an E! Entertainment television special. Oh, good. <laughs> he said uh, the tape had been locked away and that he had obtained an injunction to ensure that it would never be released. Uh-huh. But I feel like it, it, it reminds you of one of those things of like, like a Columbine, where it's like this massive cry out... You know, of course, without killing other people, but it is like a thing of of, of and and it also has like these kind of hallmarks of the incel stuff going on today. Sure, you know, right? But from a woman, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah. Um. And I've always, I mean, it's a tragic, tragic story, 
but I've always loved it because I I I love it when people get so fed up that they go, you know what? <laughs> fuck it. And um, it was it was just a gigantic fuck you to to a world that didn't fit you. Mm-hmm. And I I like that for some reason. Uh huh. I I do, and I'm sorry. But I do. I, I like the idea I mean, that there, there's worse ways to go about it. Certainly. Well, I mean, you're not hurting anybody else, and you've got you, you've left I mean, the copy. Yeah, Your I mean, job's yeah, done. I mean, she did her job. She's yeah. like a like a good reporter. I mean, she probably scarred for life the people around her. But... Posthumously, by the way, she was um, advanced for an award for recognition for uh, forestry and conservation in public broadcasting because of like work she did on Suncoast Digest. Huh. Yeah. She was she was a great reporter. She did good, re- really good work. Huh. You know, um, but it is it is strange to me. Um, the whole like I'm I'm just so alone. I'm so alone. I'm so alone. And and uh, the rage. What like, I mean, like like the like the minister said. Like what, I mean, was there over? I mean, you 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 mentioned that her brother maybe thought that she was suffering from bipolar disorder, but was there any overt rage? In her daily life, or it what? doesn't seem it doesn't seem so. Right. No. So we, I wonder. I mean, but even if there was, it was probably all um, internally directed. Mm. Right. At a like no self worth type of thing. Yeah. And now this is 1977. Uh-huh. Um, Star Wars. Was it 1977? Excuse me. I think it's 1974. Uh, no Star. 19. Um, 1977 though. Network comes out, which is about a newscaster yeah. threatening suicide. Yeah. And everybody thought that that was influenced by Christine Chubbuck's on-air suicide, right. and it actually was not. It had already been written, and uh, Sidney Lumet, who directed it, was saying it was like this like very eerie coincidence yeah. that the script was like already done and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, it was just super fucking weird. Yeah, you know. And then very close there, you have the Bud Dwyer. Yeah, Bud Dwyer. I mean, I mean, I think it's a um, you know when you have a new medium like that, it's only a matter. A certain amount of time is going to go by before something like that happens, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and especially like people that are drawn to the to that world are going to be a little bit off. Mm-hmm. So, what did it, it took forty years? No, when it, TV kind of became mainstream in the fifties, right? So it took twenty years before. Yeah, but I think I, I think mostly what I love about it is her rebellion of um, being like my life is also shit, but also. Do you, if it bleeds, it leads. Let me show you real blood. Right. You know. Be careful what you ask for. So, do you, do you think that that is what set her off? Was the I think that was just a straw. Yeah. I think that was just a straw. But she had also asked a cop, "What is the best way to shoot yourself in the head?" And he told her, "Whoa." Yeah. And he's like. The back of the head on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually best at 10 a.m. <laughs> that's because you see, that's when everyone's waking up. But it was he said he said he's like behind the ear. Not guys, don't do it. <laughs> but he said he was like behind the ear. Yeah. And uh, and that's exactly what she did on air. She just went there and just did exactly what he said. You know, because she was quizzing this cop about failed suicide attempts. She was a good reporter. Right, right. She was getting the story. Mm-hmm. But I mean, holy shit. Man. 
Isn't that incredible? It sucks. Yeah. I, I, but I can't. I mean, like, can you imagine going over to her body? You're, you're. First of all, you're live on the fucking air. You, you are scrambling. Oh, if you're a fucking PA, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, bad. yeah. Uh, it's not a gag. It's, uh, the, the, the show is, is. Are we doing the show differently now? <laughs> hey, this I, new segment. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't on the call. Yeah, and then you go over, and you see the fucking notes. That is. You head trip. I mean, can you imagine being the person seeing the notes she was reading? Yeah. To be like, where in the notes does it say to shoot yourself? And to you, dear reader. <laughs> wait, wait, like one of those weird. Somebody, moments. somebody must have put on the teleprompter. Yeah. Now shoot yourself in the head. This wasn't on the cue cards. Cue card person's like, I'm the only one. Yeah, I know. I think you. I think um, what resonates with me is how you described it as the the art piece aspect of it. Right. Like very Chris Burden, right? Like, it Chris, is. Chris Burden held up a news station mm-hmm. and then ate the film right. of it, and so the medium was rumor. Right. right. So for Christine, the medium here was the report. Of her own suicide. Yes, and it it was her most successful piece. It was it was her it, it her, was distribu- her, her, her most w- widely distributed piece. Certainly, yeah, yeah. That's... Her words were said around by national news anchors. Yeah, about her own suicide. The shit that she wrote down, verbatim, and then caused to happen. Yes. That's very, very. Uh... It goes so extra. It's like yeah. it's like she it's... predicted the news, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, could you imagine what else she would have predicted if she didn't kill herself? <laughs> she wrote the news before it happened. Early yeah, mission. yeah, but it's it's so crazy because it's also the bookend to uh, a career that is doing everything in the opposite direction. Yeah. It's everything about advancing people and helping people and nurturing people. Yeah, well, she was done. Yeah. It's that, um, it, I, I think I've probably mentioned this on the show before. If not, I've certainly mentioned it to you guys. That um, It's that Daffy Duck, like that Looney Tunes cartoon where Daffy is uh, auditioning for a part. And, it, you know, he's, he's had a bunch of failed auditions. Yeah, drink up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, Aaron's talking. No, he does. <laughs> He does that like one part nitroglycerin, two parts TNT, some gunpowder, and then he, you know, he he shakes it vigorously. You drink it, and then he swallows a match, and then he blows up. Yeah. And then the people who are auditioning him are like, "That's amazing! That's great! That's great! You got the part!" And he's like, "Well." And then you see his little ghost fly up from his no longer corporeal form, right. telling me, "Well, like that's the problem. I can only do it once." Yeah. Well, right. so, so she gave everything to the point For where that. she literally. Gave everything. Yeah, she gave. Yeah, well, I, I think that's own. part of the thing is that like it's like okay, my 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 personal life is completely insufficient, but I've I've risen to be this person doing community outreach, helping out people that are worse off than me. I'm an on-air personality. Yeah, and that's it. And what do I got to do to get fulfilled? And it's like, I guess I I, I don't yeah. know. 
Well, I mean, she's she's playing by all the right rules. She's doing in her head. She's Obviously, right. she's not right. really. But right. she, you know, she's doing all the local pieces. Everybody likes her. She does good work. Mm. She's making the community part of the right. news. But in, insofar as as the whole like ah uh, dateless, right? Dateless, dateless, dateless. It's like shut the fuck up and do the work. I mean, like I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say date, uh, do the work, you mean personal work? Yes. Yeah, mix you, it up. You, you do. You have to, and like you got to go no, out there and Nobody mix it up. owes you like, uh, and this is way more for dudes than women, of course, because yes. dudes bitch about this way more than the yes. incel thing. Yes, nobody owes you a lay. Absolutely, nobody yes. fucking if, owes if you. If right? all the girls in the world are denying you, guess what? It's not their problem. No, you are the one who is the problem. Yes, and and you don't have to freak out about it, and it doesn't have to be an existential crisis. No. And you just have to go and and piece by piece do the work. Be somebody who you would want to fuck. Right, be, and, and yeah, be someone that people would come up and. That would be fine. Right. They would come up to you almost. Yeah, you know, and yeah. also don't think there's tricks to it right right and it's not a hack there's no, no. hack there's none of the pickup artist stuff that me and aaron yeah. parody in the videos I, you know i'll say jokes of, you know, i'll talk about like i'm gonna go out and trick somebody into fucking me right but that's <laughs> you're not tricking anybody right except yourself yes um life hack be be cool <laughs> yeah be yourself and yeah. it's tough those things take time though yeah, a lot of people don't develop a personality. Yeah. There's no but manual that, that, for that. It's not yeah. only that. It's just that like a lot of people don't understand that there is a wide amount of room to be vulnerable. And, and, it's, just, a, and it's okay to be. And it's be. okay. Right. It's like it's like, you know, um, you know, there's there's fucking still things in my life I don't have together. And you know what? The how I'm going to get it together is admitting I don't have it together. Yes. Well, that's step one. You know what I mean? And then fucking being, and then just admitting it and being like, "Yo, I don't fucking have this shit together. I need to work on it." Right. And like you know, and that's okay. Yes. It's okay to be vulnerable, and it's actually when you're you're most accessible. Yes. Is when you're just being like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm yeah. out here trying, but like I'm not like Mister fucking like I got it all figured out. Right, blah, blah, because blah. anybody that says they do doesn't. Right. Yeah, there's a weird thing that just it. It's not. I mean, it really, in retrospect, it's not weird. It's something that just clicked with me, you know, a few years ago. Where it's like, just be completely honest about how you're feeling and where you are at this point. It's, right. Because you you can present your you can be like, I need to present myself this way. Yeah. But at some point, you can't. It's counterproductive. So at some point, you're gonna have to fib or lie. So as long as you're honest about everything that's going on, then you can work with that. Right. And people, the people vibe with that. There, yeah. Because it takes a certain, in a weird way, it takes a certain amount of confidence to admit your deficiencies. Yeah. Absolutely, and there's something endearing about that. Mm-hmm. And I think people pick up on um, that honesty. And there's something attractive about it, like, right? And the, you it, know, it, no, everybody got nobody gave a shit at the time when Charlie Sheen was like, "Yeah, dude, I smoke rocks and bang hookers all the time. Like that's just what I do." People are like, "Cool." Yeah. Nobody like it's it's when you are the politician who hides their weird meth gay hooker addiction right and preaches against that that we have we have issues with because you're not being truthful we don't care whatever your perversions are hello (laughs) right right Mm. but as long as you're honest about it like there's something that we appreciate about that and and like matt what you said like at a certain point maintaining that facade takes up more calories than (laughs) yeah it 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 burns it's inefficient Mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll eat you alive Right, and also, I mean, not even putting up a facade, but like, 
that's one half of it. But also the other half of it is also saying what you need. Because if you don't say that mm-hmm. too, that becomes a lie. Mm-hmm. Because you're 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 totally now creating a facade of oh well they're fine with this. But if right. you're you know you how have to, am I supposed to know? How do I know how to help you if you don't tell me what? you Right, need? exactly. So it's like it's not it's it's first of all not fucking lying, but also speaking up. Right, you got to speak up and be like, yo, I feel like shit. Yeah, I'm fucking depressed or whatever. Like yeah. and. Sometimes I get like this and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I need this for it and blah, 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 blah. You know, like it's like so it's it's all of that. And it's yeah. it's hard to do, but it's ultimately completely rewarding because people are all crazy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's everyone bit. is a psychopath. Everyone's fucked up. It's not just you. The minute you admit you're a psychopath and fucked up. People will be like, oh, thank God I'm a psychopath. You too? Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, God. I thought I was going to have to talk about my career. <laughs> yeah, but someone's bothering you, and you're like, you can stew on it and then yeah. get upset at them when they keep doing it. Or you can say, hey, this bothers me. And they go, oh, I didn't know. Right. Now I, and then if they don't deal with it, well, then fuck that. Yeah. yeah. But it, they, it, until they know it's an issue, you can't solve it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey John, can I can I read your notes to make sure you're not going to do some weird shit after? Yeah, what's the rest yeah, of your notes? Yeah, the rest of the say? notes are like John OD. John used the... both hands tonight. <laughs> Dear reader, there's nut loads on this receipt. Oh. It's it's all private. It's all private? <laughs> yeah, it's it's all written in uh that one font. Wingdings? Wingdings. <laughs> it's all written in Wingdings exactly. One time, he's got my sins and wingdings. Lucinda calligraphy. One time, Can somebody. You guys imagine you found my notes and it was all wingdings. <laughs> John's speaking in hieroglyphics. <laughs> oh God, guys, what do you think about Christine Chubbuck's story? Isn't um, that good shit? It's very, very. Um, uh, it's sad. Yeah, but tragic. it is impressive. Yeah. It's just one of those things that lingers with me, like in the Panzeram way, where it's like, right. it's like, there's something to be learned here, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And also, it's 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 kind of cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's pretty punk. It's very punk. You know, it's like that guy's uh, epitaph, his um, his suicide note: "Dear world, I'm, I'm leaving bo- you because I'm bored." <laughs> See ya. Like, that's pretty great. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I get like she went on 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 her terms, kind of. Well, well she yeah. you know, what she did is I've I've been doing everything for everybody else my whole life, and even in my death, I did your job for you. Here's the story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the final, the final fuck you is just in keeping with Channel 40's policy of bringing you the latest in blood and guts and in living color. You are going to see another first attempted suicide. Fuck. Bam. It's way better than. And then it's Bud a wonderful Dwight. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. The, all, the film they always cut to. How a bell rings, an angel gets the What do you mean? An angel? I love my family. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? In the Which newsroom, is, it's I mean, horror. It's like, it seems to me. That it helped her to have this mini monologue of rage to build up to the act. Right? Yeah, well, you don't want your death to be... Um, don't let a good death go to waste. 
a good on-air suicide. Mm. Right. What a waste, you know? Or is it just the bipolar thing? I don't know. I mean, I, I that's pretty well. I mean, I can see, I can see it of, of like a bunch of dudes behind the scenes in the newsroom, you know, telling you know like this woman that they don't respect, you know, mm-hmm. probably for the time, mm-hmm. and they're just like, you need to like spice it up more, blah blah. blah. Well, I mean, she, she had a show, and she's like, I'm trying to do actual work, right? You know, right? And uh, and then uh, she's like, you want you want fucking blood and guts? Yeah. You want that shit? Yeah. Check me out. Kablamo. Kablamo, John. Kablamo. Yes. You know? It's pretty baller. Uh, It's really sad. It's Uh, very sad. It's horribly sad. It's unnecessary and terribly sad. And she probably would have been fine. Yeah. Um, uh, So I, I, I saw the movie Christine that came out with... Oh, about the killer car? Rebecca Hall. (laughs) That's that Stephen King one with the car? Right. Which one? <laughs> it's good. Christine. Plymouth Fury. Chevrolet Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> Chevrolet. Uh um yeah. and in the movie the you know the, the 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 kind of the big thing was the people who were getting the the woman who got promoted it was it was uh, because she was pretty and and blood and guts were coming in and her stories weren't blood and guts enough to get on the news and right. so so that was, I don't know if that was a bigger part than it was in her real life, but that was kind of like a main That's how they pe- issue. portrayed it in the movie. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, that was actually what drew me to the story, first of all, is when I heard that they were pushing her to um, to, to do more violent stuff. And right. she was interested in nuanced reporting of complex issues, right. which isn't fun. No. It's not <laughs> it fun. It does not sell it's, ad it's, time. It's, it's not internet. No, you know what I'm it's saying? Very not it's very not internet. It's very not internet. It's not rotten.com. It, Although yeah. the footage of her suicide would be I, on rotten.com. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what she was fucking saying. Yes. Yeah, because like, she's years you, ahead. You want to go there? Yeah. yeah, here it is. Yeah. Yes, it was is a it, warning. Is this what you want to lead to? Because us actually talking about the homeless in Sarasota and the, the causes and reasons and the possibilities we can have to fix it, that all takes time. Yeah. And you just want to talk about a guy that got shot at the airport at beef and fucking bottle? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, you kind of, there's, that's basically where we are kind of now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All these people are working fucking dead end jobs. Their wages aren't going up. They come home and they don't want to hear in the news that someone has it worse. They just want to hear, like, this well, person's yeah, dead, and, and that's and, tragic. And, and, and they're like, well, I'm not dead, so I guess it's not so bad. Well, yeah, and, and not only that, but it's like, it's like you know, the fucking, uh, you know, the, the guy that they have on the left and the right on NPR, they fucking agree with each other all the time. Right. What's well, left, right, and centered. And, and they, have, they have nothing like that on cable news, because it doesn't sell. You want, right. you want those guys Yelling. to want to rip each other's throats out. Yes. Right. But when it's public broadcasting, they're like, well, actually, he has a very good point, and I agree with him because of I this. I think we and, see eye to eye on Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, We're more alike than we are different. And that doesn't sell. <laughs> no. That's not for sale. But it is the way to get to an issue, which is why fucking Jon Stewart blew up Crossfire yep. and all that shit. Ten he, years ago. Yeah, he was saying, like, he's like, you guys aren't interested in fucking solving problems at all. You guys are entirely interested in dividing people. Yeah. And now it's it, worse than fucking it's ever. Absolutely but why is it than... so easy? What do you mean? Why is, it... why is it so easy to divide us? Yeah, I mean, why is it so, like, I mean, why does a dolphin fuck a blowhole? Well, you know, it's there. I think, I think <laughs> because, like, I think because. Because it's there. That's, real... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just so much, it's just. Well, they realize that nobody really gives a shit about news, and they're like, how do we sell news? And they're like, oh, let's just get them mad. Right. You know? How do we get people... How do we get... Pick a side. 
Pick a side and then get mad at the other side. It's sports teams. Right. Well, so yeah, it's well, tribe. Like, it's tri- I think it's just deep, deep ingrained genetic psychology of, of the other. Fighter. Right? I mean, there's a fight or flight thing Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And it, what's louder and the ticker across the screen. I mean, it, it, I think what we're watching now with with cable news is or is uh, just the nth degree of this psychological experiment playing out. It's like how... How can we turn people against each other the most? And whether it's how can we elect a president? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you saw the stuff with 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 Russian uh, trolls or hackers. I mean, the influence of Russia in on both sides. We're just going to stage rallies for uh, both sides, pitting them against each well, other. We, we have, all we want to do is sow the seeds of discord and discontent. We, we have yeah. people showing up at rallies with shirts that say, "I'd rather be Russian than Democrat." Yeah. That blew my mind. Which is just what. That what blew the my fuck? mind. Exactly. And this is like, this is three years. Yeah. Three years ago, you would ask them, be like, no, I don't like Russia. Yeah. But yeah. now it's just, it, it's that easy to turn people. It, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's a, it was, we've talked about this before. It's a brilliant psyop being executed right now. Yeah, but it's in, also. In the divide it, and conquer is, game. Mm-hmm. It's become also now, it's become this thing of like, if I say it, it's true. Which is and, kind of insane. And, and since you're on my side, you'll all agree with me. And the minute I say it, it's true because you're not on their team; you're on my team. Right. Right. And so it's like this whole thing that's now transcending truth. Sure. And I, and and people, I don't think are unaware of it. I think people are just like, I know this oh, isn't it's really true. No, but I think they know it's not true, but they're still not leaving their side. Sure, and so in, in 1984, they knew it wasn't true either. Two yeah. plus two equal, does not equal four. Yeah. Right, or two plus two equals five, freedom yeah. of slavery. I mean, Tom, Tom Brady could go into the middle of Boston and stab a puppy to death, and he wouldn't lose all of his fans. Yeah. There's definitely some sort of, there's a tribal instinct yeah. to it. Because mm-hmm. if I lose this tribe, where do I go? I, I have to find a new tribe? Yeah. Oh. I already know these people. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of it is I think everybody is um lonely. <laughs> I think people are really lonely mm-hmm. and um al- alone and unsatisfied and unfulfilled, so they they latch on to these for the lack of a better term idols, uh whether it's an ideology or a person who is an idol, and then when you threaten that, you're threatening that person's sense of self, right? Yeah, and it's the same thing it's the same thing as as, you know, um Things you have to talk about in society when you're so divided, when you finally come across another person, it's like you want to be able to share, like, I watch MasterChef, right. and, <laughs> and, and I hope they build that wall. You know what I mean? Or, like, some shit like that. Like, it's like, it's like here's my, like, pop culture nonsense, uh-huh. and, but you want to share politics on that same level. You know? Mm. It's just like, this is what I've decided I like, and this is the way I think it is. I see what you're saying. And this is this is this is you know it's pop politics. Yeah, but also it's it's also icon shit. Like what we were talking about in the new Coke episode. Like mm-hmm. how like the minute you fucked with classic Coca Cola, people because there is no mythology here. Right. It was like you no, you can't do that. That's why people freak out when you're fucking remaking the Ghostbusters. Right. Well, you, because yeah, we you, don't have old gods. Right. You're remaking their life. Right. The right. things they believe. Yeah. In. You're attacking yeah. these things. And now that is becoming politics too. They're realizing it's all about emotions. And the the crazy thing is that two humans meeting will always be more powerful than one human reading about another human on the internet. Right. Oh yeah. But 
you know, I think about the Brexit vote and all the places that voted to stay in the European Union, the places with more immigrants. All the places afraid of immigrants were places that didn't have them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. All the people that want the wall are – it's Pennsylvania. Right. Right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, cities are – city places of high population density are always the ones that are more um, socialist, if you want to right. – I don't mean it negatively. But well, because it. the people who weren't accepted in the small towns moved to the place where they're all accepted. Right. And, you, and when you have that many people in a close proximity, you need more rules. Yeah. Because this is it's the only way it's going to work is if listen, you can't have a fucking um, you know a machine gun in your backyard because your backyard is right next to your fucking neighbor. It, it was so we've yeah. re- we've reached a moment where the information is more powerful. You're you're getting more information from from the internet than you are from people it, like that you meet in person. Oh, the, yeah, the rumor mill. So yeah. the over it's, you're being overpowered by the internet. Yeah, as opposed, that's overpowering your sense of of meeting people face to face. Yeah, and then, um, you know, like now they're even taking it to the level of memes. They'll take memes, yeah, and they'll be popular memes. You know, you've seen the image before, but it says something that's like skewed towards Hillary verse or whatever, and it doesn't even really need to make sense, but it still gets in your head, like. They really did figure out the way to hack the minds of people. Like, you really kind of have to give it to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is an incredible endeavor. Yes. They, I mean, through even memes. Yeah. Not just fake news. No, it's the the simplest way is the best way. Not just comments on videos. All of it. They did all of it. You know, and it's like I said, like, 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 like they don't even need to make sense. Like, right. well, how do you reinforce a stereotype just, just with just a picture? Yeah, that's all, that's all it takes is one one picture carries all the weight yeah. of right. everything you've ever thought of. Yeah, this is something Jamie was saying the other day. She was like, these fucking memes that they'll do, like, they they don't even need to make sense, but it's enough in passing that you go, huh? Yeah, Hillary does suck. Yeah. But, like, if you really looked at it and thought about it, you'd be like, wait, what? No, wait, this, yeah. what? Andre the Giant has a posse? <laughs> <laughs> 74, 368 pounds? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, um, you know, it's it's a name recognition. I think that was part, there's a lot of reasons why Trump won, but I think part of it is people, they know the guy. Yeah. His name's on the No, that's it. it, it yeah. I know that name. Oh, I've seen I, re- I get that. He must right. be I mean, didn't, I know didn't you even think that years the ago? The popular with... guy won a popularity contest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. I've heard the name before. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him. Yeah. I know him because I've seen him. It was, in it was, I mean, Schwarzenegger, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, this is a whole bunch of people that know nothing about politics going, wouldn't it be crazy if Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor? <laughs> yeah. And it would. Yeah. And it was. And it was, was. <laughs> kind of. You know, Kane. Kane just won like the mayorship of some town in Ohio. <laughs> the wrestler. Yeah. Oh, that's the... right. Yes, he did with yeah. the mask. Wait, yeah. was it? No, he no longer it... has a mask. He took uh, really? it off. Really? Yeah. Is it like Goldberg? Okay? Was it Kane? No, it was Kane. This okay. happened like this week. <laughs> Who's it? Go- <laughs> uh, in WWE canon, Kane is the Undertaker's brother. Yes. To, like live under the deck or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's called Kane. Yeah. With a K. Undertaker wouldn't stop burying him <laughs> yeah. under the deck. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, practicing. It's all stand by me uh, <laughs> You want to see a dead body? I think we should stop on Kane and stand by me. <laughs> Where'd you bury him? I don't know. Under the porch somewhere. I can't find it. <laughs> you guys want to see a dead body? <laughs> Is Kiefer going to be there? Is the Undertaker yeah. going to be there? <laughs> 
He's got a big boot. All right. All right. Aaron, I love you. You're gorgeous. You're Matt, a you're man. a beautiful you man. Too, you son of a bitch. Oh, uh, yeah. I love you, everybody. My name is John Fahey. I love you. My name is Aaron Peter. I love you, uh, Mappers. Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>